relationship in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship in any just human being in any relationship of any kind can relate to which is having the same argument or what feels like the same argument over and over again um I know for us I feel like we definitely experienced this early on thank goodness I feel like not so much now right yeah no because it's funny, as we were talking about topics and we thought about this one, I feel like we kind of struggled to figure out, like, well, what could we really share at this point? Because, you know, of course, the longer you're away from a thing, it seems like it didn't happen, but it definitely did. So, And we lived in that space for, a, for years. I mean, a long time. So it's crazy that we couldn't think of something. It is. It's a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, what do you think it was for you? So, if you had to pick something, I I feel like I can. After sitting and thinking about it for a while, I can recall quite a few. <laughs> but the one that's sticking out is um, how I cared for you in a relationship. What's that mean? So, what do you mean by that? So we kept having this argument surrounding how I cared for you in a in the relationship. Sounds something like this. You don't love me. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, Because I, I go to work. I, I practically give all my money to you. I don't do nothing else. I come home and hang out with you. Uh, you know, when I'm tired, I make mm-hmm. sacrifices to, you know, like not go hang out with the fellas or not participate in extracurricular activities, uh, preferring you with that being the intent. Uh, and then when we get there, it's like, I should have went to hang out <laughs> with the fellas. I should have went to do the extracurriculars because this is... This chick still mad. Oh, God. And it was like, I don't know what what is, what is am I doing that's keep that keeps bringing me back here, even though I'm doing exactly what you're asking me to do. Right. We just right. went around that mulberry bush for years. In, in hindsight... What do you think you were doing? So, I believe, in hindsight, I was satisfying a request from a very functional, sterile place. It wasn't. It wasn't something that I really wanted to do. Okay. Uh, and I think the one of the reasons I didn't really want to do it yeah. is because I felt like I was being made to do it. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. genuine. There were times where it was genuine, but because it was so in the forefront of our relationship, care about me, care about me like this, do this, do that. Yeah. It was more of a chore than it was like what it used to be. It was 
It was something I looked forward to. Yeah. But now it felt like a job. And I was like, God, all right, let me get back in this house. And a lot of people, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but it's not uncommon that I have conversation with men and women, honestly, that have been in relationships and you pull up to the house after work and you just park. Like <laughs> you don't go in. You're like, let me breathe. Mm-hmm. Let me get myself together. Let me put mm-hmm. my patience hat on. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's get in there and make this woman happy. (laughs) Uh, So, and I feel like another part of why we kept coming there was not only was I not, I don't believe, in the right heart space to satisfy your request, but I wasn't uh, accurately speaking to what you were asking for. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that e- that you even knew how to ask for what you needed. Absolutely. but Because you know, <laughs> it's kind of like, sometimes like a baby. Like, you know this isn't right. Mm-hmm. But literally, like, babies only have one way to communicate. It's crying. Mm-hmm. But their crying means so many different things. Right. But the way they know to tell you is the same mechanism. And I think you're absolutely right. I think especially early on. And like I said, we were young, extremely immature and just you don't know what you don't know. You're learning as you go. And and I definitely know that there was a lot of selfishness to it, too, for me, I, I think like. I'm more focused on what I'm not getting. So I'm definitely not paying attention to what you're not getting. And as a result of what you're not getting, why that's contributing to why I'm not getting what what I need as well. Mm -hmm. Really quick, something that you said and it reminded or as you were talking, it reminded me of something that you said to me. Um, You were in a training and you said the guy said people don't walk into open doors. They walk into open faces. Is Mm -hmm. that what you said? And essentially what he's saying is it's the smile. It's the welcoming. It's what you feel, not literally the door that's open. Like you, like you were just saying like the sterile space. And I think that was always it. And I never back then had the words. I mean, literally I had some words. I was saying some stuff. It wasn't right. Like, but I didn't have the words to help you understand. Cause what is communication really? If you did not understand what I said, it's me that's not communicating effectively. It's not you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have the words to communicate effectively so that you could walk away with a clear understanding that I, f- I'm not feeling what you're doing and I know it's fake. I know you don't want to be here. I know that this feels like a job and I don't want to feel like a job. And I didn't have the words, you know, correctly to be able to say that or in a way that was not going to be offensive, that wasn't going to start a whole nother argument on top of the one that we were already having. And I just think so many people have this experience. I I really do. Because I think we just... We just get caught up in how it feels for us. We don't know how to manage our own feelings for the sake of the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. You think that these types of issues in terms of like having the same fight over again is specific to younger couples? Do you think it's different when they get older? So that's an interesting question. Because, you know, we got married pretty young. We did. But honestly, 
Brian, I think it's universal. And it, no, I think age has nothing to do with it. I think there are some extremely mature young people mm-hmm. as a result of their experiences and things that they've learned through their process because they had to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so they are exceptional communicators and exceptional um, in terms of emotional IQ and all these things that are imperative to communicating well. Yeah. But I we, think- were, we were pretty much the perfect storm. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You had all the feelings, and I had none of them. And, right. And, and on top of that, I had all the, you know, book knowledge that I'm like, dude, you are broke. Like, why don't you, th- when this happens, and then this, and then you're supposed to respond this way. And I was just so confused by it. So, yes, absolutely, we were the perfect storm. Absolutely. But we made it through. We did, and I'm... So thankful. (laughs) I think it makes me think about like how we said to, we have a ninth grader, a freshman in high school this year. And it's funny. She's, she's never struggled in school ever, just ever. Everything comes easy. And this is her first year having a subject where there was effort on her part that needed to be made for her to actually get the grades that she wanted. And she had, it was just interesting to watch how she was struggling knowing how to really push through that thing and what to do. And it just really, it was like speaking to me because I'm watching it in action. Like this is so key because you're learning a skill set that the way you have to learn to persevere is to have to struggle so you know how to persevere. But nobody wants to do that part. We just want to get the good grade. And so I think that's the thing with us. And going back to the question, like you're like, is it just young people? No, it's the people who've taken the time to learn or struggle through communicating when it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that most people do that. And let me say this too, while I'm on this, I don't think most people do that because I don't think most people have real relationships that they're invested in enough to care enough to spend that kind of time. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree wholeheartedly. It's not worth it to most people. Yeah. To do that much work. Like if, if it's that much work to be your friend, I don't want to be your friend. (laughs) Right. You know? Um, But I think that is the, when people say marriage is work, that's part of the work that's like, the most unfamiliar, most difficult work that you do because you don't have a lot of practice in most not, people. Yeah, most people yeah. don't have a lot of practice in being not being able to just walk away when yeah. it, when it's not flowing naturally. Like I don't know, I don't have any friends. I've never had any friends that remained my friend. Yeah, that it was difficult to be your friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like we just clicked on a thing and we rocked out. It mm-hmm. was good. But if there was ever something, I was like, man, that dude is, or that girl is, she's, <laughs> I'm out on that. And it was just easy. It's like, but that what's feels natural. crazy is we miss, I think, I really think, we miss, in general, so much good stuff 
because we're just so used to if it if it comes easy, then that means it's right. That's that's our viewpoint. And if it's not coming easy, that means God forbid, like the devil is a lie. We get to, you know, and it's wrong. And and I just really believe that it's actually more. It's more backwards what I just said than it's than it's spot on what I said. I think think you on to something. We miss so much good because the moment that there's a struggle, we like like you said, I'm out and I just what in life comes easy? Right. That was worth it. Like when we think about building muscle, nothing about that is easy. But the thing, the product is worth it. When we think about raising children, nothing about this thing is easy. But so far, it's been worth it. Same thing with marriage. I just, in general, think that we really have to reframe our thought process in how we look at handling situations like this. And and really I think this can apply so many other places. Absolutely. So many other places. So tell me about a thing that you experienced in our relationship that it was like, why do we keep having these arguments? I think all the things, because I just was extremely immature. Um but if I were to have to pinpoint one I would say I was very um, nitpicky about dumb. Like I have a lot of anal retentive qualities as it relates to cleanliness and things like that. So he he was very uh, regular. Oh, my gosh. He was just. First Regular. of all, for, okay. <laughs> doesn't matter how many times he says it. That doesn't mean it's so. So. He grew up, you know, has siblings. I grew up, have no siblings. So that in and of itself, I'm used to things going how they go. It's my space. This is what I do. I'm also a little bit germaphobic, a little bit, like I said, just kind of everything has its place and it goes in its place and things should be like this and whatever. And he growing up his room, like you couldn't even see the floor, like in his room. Am I lying? No. Okay. Okay. So we get together and he's living that way. And I'm trying to live in the way that I feel like is normal for me. And we're just butting heads, but I'm, it's, it's everywhere. It's in the room. And I'm not saying he's a slob by any means. So I think this is really what he's meaning when he's saying regular, but just, and I hate to say it, but I mean, little stuff like wiping the counter off behind yourself when there's crumbs or, I have a thing about like push the chair in, you know, don't just leave. Don't just get up and walk away, like push the chair in. And again, all of these things are quite honestly, full transparency, still things of mine. I've just learned that everything ain't a thing to make a thing. I know what I said. Hopefully you understood. But in the beginning, I made all the things a thing and just couldn't understand why it seemed like he couldn't just get it. Like it's, I'm only, it's simple. So I don't know. Would you, do you agree? That's kind of how it was. Well, for the most part, Oh Lord. for the most part, you, you, you got it. Um, well, I, this is one of the things I want to make sure that I go back and oh, Lord. get together is when I moved out and I had my own place, I kept my place 
pretty clean. You did keep your place reasonably So when clean. I was a kid living in my parents' house, she's absolutely right, you couldn't see the floor. Yes. But when we, when I was living in my place and you were coming to my place and mm-hmm. we were living together in our place, it was not, it did not resemble mm-hmm. the life I led living in my parents' house. You feel good about that? You, you glad you've got that? I just wanted to clear that up because you misrepresented me. Oh I didn't, I didn't want to let it, let it slide. Okay. You feel good? You feel <clears throat> like all mine's clear? Uh, on that, on that subject. Correctly yes, represented. Yes, yeah. Very good. Now oh. we're better. Okay. So, um, but I think. Thoughts about that, at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. is it just felt like this lady ain't never happy. Like yeah. there's always something yeah. that I'm doing wrong. And you know And it's funny because I felt the same way though. But go ahead. Um about you. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. Oh, okay. But uh <laughs> I uh I just I'm like, what and what was crazy is that while she is very factually germaphobic, things have to be a certain way, but things have to be a certain way for everybody else. <laughs> like, those rules don't apply to her. Oh my so she can leave all kinds of messes. Better not say nothing to her, though, about how she ain't living up to her own standard. That was a whole nother issue surrounded yeah because it was like you on me about a b and c and then i come in and you got a b and c sprawled all over the floor yeah um perspective because in my mind that wasn't the case but which is crazy because it's like it's on the floor (laughs) just look on the floor how do you not think this is happening right anyway so um and i think i think uh a lot of what we went back and forth over were more so symptoms of something else absolutely as as opposed to me not pushing a chair really bothering you absolutely nothing nothing was ever resolved like we could argue to the point of we just both wore out and i don't want to do this no more so forget it and so the next time that something happens now we're arguing about the new something and then it's resembling the old something that never really got resolved and just everything piled on top to the point that no wonder you, you're you having the same argument because you never got done with any of them. How did you overcome that? How did you get to a place where it's like, we're not doing that anymore? Right. Honestly, uh, ain't nothing but the grace of God. <laughs> I, I, I can't. There's no there's no roadmap you can share with the podcast land. For sure. I mean, I can share what I feel like he gave me. Like, here's the thing. I think it was really just getting to the place of not being so selfish. Like, there was a point in time, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because I know that there are some other things that we're going to talk about along the way. But learning to be more introspective on all fronts as opposed to looking solely at you on all fronts. So when the situation happens, is this a big deal? And in the grand scheme of things, it it might be to me, but is it is it helping the bigger picture? No. And and I'm saying that it might sound so much easier said than done cuz it is so much easier said than done, but I think just like anything It's a process. You get better at the things that you keep doing. Mm -hmm. So 
I made a choice to stop majoring on minors or on what you felt like were minors because you were more important to me than this dumb fight. Um, and I think it applies in so on, on so many different things. And I still do the same thing today. Like it's okay. What could I have, what's happening in this situation and what are my parts in it? Mm-hmm. And I think that goes such a long way because mm-hmm. it just helps to reframe the picture so that you can see it clearer as opposed to just seeing it through your filter. It's definitely a leadership mindset. I think that's the way a good leader would think. Well, thanks. Um, And you know, the, the saying, what is it? uh, um, A leader of one can be a leader of many. But if you can't lead one, you can't lead any. You never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. And that's a that's a perfect example of someone leading themselves well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's kind of infectious. It gets into Yeah. And learning to manage my feelings because I like you say all the time, I do have a lot of feelings, but that don't mean that they're right. (laughs) You know, that don't mean that they're right. To share and display all the time. Right. Right. And so being comfortable with compartmentalizing. Yes, I feel this way. That doesn't have to drive what I'm getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. So and that's a practice for me. For yeah, I think the thing that helped me get out of that. Why are we having this argument cycle was to I had to understand or. I had to make your issues real to me, like they're mine. That's good. And that was like, uh, uh, so if you give an an example, it's like uh, a kid afraid to jump in the water at Mm -hmm. swimming lessons or something. Mm -hmm. Like he or she is literally and very factually afraid Afraid. to jump in the water. Mm -hmm. That's not an issue for me. Mm -hmm. But I have to, in order to help this child, you know, succeed in swimming lessons, I have to say, recognize that it's real for him Mm -hmm. and behave accordingly. Mm -hmm. I can't say to that, that child, you're dumb for being afraid. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm standing right here. I'm going to catch you. Right. And that's essentially what I was doing. And that wasn't helping. Like, it was like, it was like, what? That's dumb. Like, why are you tripping? Right. But once I realized that, um, it it's important to you and it's my job to uh, give liberally to you the things that you need mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I I have to look at it like it's, it's a requirement. Like good. I have to look at, I have to make your issues, my issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, obviously there's always a, a point where you draw lines and, this isn't an end-all, be-all with everything. Sometimes, you know, things need to be corrected mm-hmm. or redirected, however you want to phrase it. Right. But in cases where things are important to a person and you that's clear, that has to become important to you. That's true. So that's true. I think that helped me not uh, help me have a proper perspective on digging into what are you asking? Like, what is it that mm-hmm. you want? And if you don't know what you want, then let's let's figure this thing out together. Right. 
and I'm not mad that I got to figure it out, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of a thing that I think mentally you have to, you have to uh, set in your mind out the gate. Like, we don't know. Right. And we're going to have to figure it out, right. which is going to take patience and conversations that you feel like are dumb. Mm-hmm. And maybe I feel like are dumb. But we have these issues because someone who's not dumb is bringing it to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Listen to this issue that's and good. make it make it important to both people. Right. And you can and figure it out. It's definitely going to take time. And like you said, it's easier said than done. But if you don't do it, you're going to keep going around yep. that, that mulberry bush yep. with the same arguments over and over again. That's so that was, that was my learning point for getting out of that, that crazy cycle. I like that. Valuing the person, not, you know, making the issue be the, the mm-hmm. thing. You can't, you can't assign the value to their issue. Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to let them do that. And if it's and if they deem it valuable, then guess and what? And you value them. It's valuable. Then it's valuable. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And on that note, I think that's it for today. I really hope again that there's just something that was shared that will help you not feel so alone in the stuff that you're going through. Because it's true, we we all sometimes feel like for some strange reason that we're the only people going through stuff. We're not. Another episode. It is true. But I hope something we shared was helpful to help you keep on growing in your process. We'll holler at you next time.